0: Hello and welcome to Turbo, a Sakura Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, nerdmen in general. Well, who are we? I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger.
1: I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger.
2: I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And I'm starting to think I'm the only one that's sane in this moment.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) this is Turbo. We gotta be extreme, man. You gotta have your eyes bulged out. And, oh, there's someone here. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. Who are you now?
3: My name is Rizu, and I'm a cosplayer and a cosplay photographer in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Awesome. <laughs> oh. oh,
3: She is wow, an that amazing is... cosplay photographer.
1: <laughs> this Isn't is not right? a typical cool medium, but pretend I am showing you pictures of her work, okay?
2: Ooh. Ooh. Links in oh, the description.
3: Wow. Oh, damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know women could bend like that.
3: <laughs> Nobody knows they can bend like that until they do it. <laughs> like, bend I guess like I'm this. photographing this now.
0: <laughs> hmm. Ugh. Wow. Yep. So, you're a photographer. Uh, I am. Is that all you do, is just photography, or...?
3: Uh, no, I'm actually I actually just graduated from design school. So I also do a lot of graphic design mm-hmm.
2: Excellent right. um, And before we get too far into this, I'm sorry, but we uh, we totally goofed up here. What's your handle? Where can people find you? Let's go and get the plug oh. out of the way yeah. first Plugs the shameless yeah. plugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, a shame. I have
0: uh, an
2: Instagram
3: uh, mm-hmm. at Reza Mari and uh, my Facebook is Rizumari Cosplay and Photography. I also have a Twitter now, so that's at Rizumari One.
2: All the links in the description. Yeah. Yes, give
3: her love. She's almost at two
1: thousand followers as we record this, so Woo! I'm so close. <laughs> uh, <now> 2K. Wow.
0: <laughs> neat, awesome. Are you are doing a her over? Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything for the two thousand? Like, is it like a um, like like a weird, I don't know, event thing that people? do I don't I don't do things like that She's I just not don't in have a
1: party a... and you're not invited that's fair that's
0: fair I understand that happens a lot um, uh, yeah because like I don't know people always have like maybe it's like oh 2000 they have like things like giveaways or special photos or
3: um, I don't know. I'll probably be doing a print giveaway so <laughs> oh. anybody who wants any prints of me or the models that I photographed can possibly win a a uh, print like an
1: eight and a half by 11 kind of print oh very mm.
3: cool at first i
1: thought you said prank giveaway oh. <laughs> which also sounds amazing like i'm like oh i want this really nice print of you and your genji and you send me like i don't even know like a model ship and like a bottle and i'm like what do i do with this rizu <laughs> and a beautiful picture of you
0: <laughs> no that in its way well because like you never know like what's what's the proper points to do things like that this is like two thousand five thousand a million i don't know a hundred five it's
3: kind of it's kind of whenever you want to
0: yeah i guess so 100 was it 1337 there you go that's a good one
3: hey if that's your goal then you do that at your goal yeah
0: (laughs) so yeah um uh we normally i don't know uh, we normally have a lot of basic questions to ask.
1: Yeah, she cosplays. So let's
3: ask her the basic cosplay questions. What was your first cosplay? My first cosplay was actually an OC that I did a really, really long time ago, like 2009. And uh, basically it was just a white wig and some feather wings that I made and a kimono. And that was kind of it. Her name was Yuki and that was, uh, that was my first one. And hmm. is that costume still around today? Uh, the wig is gone, because I killed it hardcore. Um, I still have the wings, uh, and I still have the kimono for it.
1: Very
0: cool. Nice.
3: So actually, I just remember this about you. You
1: also write fan fiction, correct? Uh lightly. Lightly? Okay.
3: <laughs> You're like, no, don't mention them. Like, I started writing it like Three years ago, and I got like three chapters in, and posted it on Tumblr, and then never came back to it. <laughs> oh, okay, so not so much.
1: <laughs> I'm not one not of those so- authors, <laughs> <laughs> always leaving you wanting more
3: for three years. <laughs> That's right, all the years. Uh, uh
0: I also want to since you're a uh, big question is like, do you do you do more photography than cosplay, or more cosplay than photography? Like, how do you how do you balance those? Is it is like you just kind of do whichever you're feeling at the time, or you go like, oh, I'm going to take more photos, or, or is there is there even an issue? Am I just making a question that really applies to nothing?
3: I mean, I would say that I probably photograph more than I cosplay, just because you know monetarily, I just can't keep up with constantly doing cosplay. But photography mm-hmm. is one of those things that I can just go hang out with a friend and take some pictures and come up with cool concepts, and we don't have to like go out anywhere and spend a ton of money. Hmm. And well, then
1: I recently makes... on your page, you've been doing a lot of like background replacing. Like you'll take a photo in an easy uh, like a park or something, and you'll just create a whole background for. Tell us about that a little bit. And like, how do you choose what background to put? And like, is that hard? It looks really hard.
3: So basically what it comes down to is I do the shot. I I honestly just look online, um, unsplash.com for anybody, any photographers out there looking for free photos, like high resolution photos is just amazing. So I search through there for things like word specific, like say I want some stone stairs, I'll search for that. And I'll just get a whole list of them and I'll, you know, decide which ones fit the angles the best. So that way it's not like these wonky weird things you stick together. And then it obviously is Photoshopped. Um, and I'll just find the best ones. Uh, sometimes I'll composite even those together and then composite it with the original image. So it's just taking the little pieces and bits that you really want and placing them in the image in a way that makes it look realistic. And then you go through and adjust the levels and the colors, so it also matches the image you took. And it makes it just that much more powerful.
1: And how long does that take? That sounds incredibly time intensive.
3: Like, I rock MS Paint, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Photoshop is, is a wonderful tool. There's a lot of different tools that you can use to create paths to cut somebody out of a background. So the one that I recently did with Tessa, I used the pen tool and the pen tool allows you to create curves around rounded things and corners around cornered things. So you can get really close to the edge. So you don't have any bleed out from the original background. And that one took me probably 45 minutes just to outline her. Um, because you have to get really, really close to the image to make sure you're right on top of that, that edge. Hmm.
1: And for anybody who doesn't know, Tessa is Hisoneko. Hisoneko? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who Rizamari shoots with a lot, and they always make these awesome collaborations. So, yeah.
0: Well, I want to... I wanna. Uh, we normally have some guest questions, as usual, but they're very cosplay-oriented, so I also want to ask... Uh, we asked what your first cosplay was. Um, I want to ask, like, what was your, your first... How did you... What. It's a weird two part side question of like, (laughs) how did you get into photography? And like, what was your first photography kind of gig, I guess, or what, how you started? I hope it's like the same kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, So I actually started doing photography when I was really little because my dad was really into photography and he traveled all over the world and did that. Um, In high school, I took a black and white photography class that kind of got my interest really, really started into it. And, you know, I had some friends that cosplayed and I did some black and white photography for them. And then I kind of got to graduate to digital cameras. And like after after I moved up to Seattle to go to college, that's kind of when it just started. Because there was a larger cosplay scene up there than there was in my small town of St. Helens. So I got to meet a lot more models and it was basically just people I met and it wasn't really a, a gig at first. It was mostly just me messing around with the camera and my friends and learning Photoshop. And I mean, I guess if I was to say when well, my first gig was, it would it was actually a wedding. Mm. It was the first time I got paid for my photography. So that would be the first one. <laughs>
0: It seems kind of, I do that seems pretty appropriate. It seems like uh, a lot yeah. of people do, like, photographer weddings. And it's, uh, I, I've never, I never really asked that to any, like, the photographers I go for what else they do. Because it's always, they, I look at their pages of stuff and it's just, like, cosplay. I'm like, this is a cosplay photographer. But the, I don't know if they do, like, weddings or or just shoots for other things or dogs or baby pictures or, yeah. I don't, never. Dog
1: and baby pictures? Baby
0: dog pictures. Puppy.
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> cosplaying baby puppies getting married. <laughs> That's a niche market, right there. We gotta, we gotta yeah. get on that. Carter, yes, that. Michael. I I only photograph weddings of baby dogs in cosplay. <laughs> Those dogs are not cosplaying.
0: Baby dogs, <laughs> puppies. No, they're baby dogs.
1: Oh. No, baby dogs. Baby puppies. Wow. Uh, wow. Reese, since you started with film in black and white, that's so interesting because it's people tend to do it the opposite way now. People start with digital because it's so accessible. People have a camera on their phone. People buy like a hundred dollar digital camera, seventy dollar digital camera. Do you still have a soft spot for like black and white and film? Do you still ever do film?
3: Um, like, do you I use film. I still have my camera. However, film is incredibly expensive, and unfortunately, there's not a lot of places to get it developed mm-hmm. unless you rent out a dark room. And that's also very expensive and time intensive. Um, And since I just graduated from school, I've just been hung up with school and work. So I haven't really had the chance to kind of delve back into it. But I do still love the idea and I want to get back into it once things kind of settle down.
0: Is it possible to just make your own dark room? How hard is it to make a dark room?
3: So you have to first buy the really special red light that you have to use. Otherwise everything gets like developed immediately and it's all white and there's mm. just no photos.
2: I, I mean, I'm I've I'm sorry, seen, like, I, gotta, I gotta cut you off here. As somebody who helps somebody <laughs> set
0: up one of those, you don't set up your own dark room. No. Really
2: no, you
3: don't.
0: <laughs> just, no. What if you got like, you so? What, do red LEDs, is it not just a red light or is no. it a special film?
3: Is no, it? it's, a, it's a specific light.
2: Yeah, wow. no, it's it's a specific spectrum on there. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy.
1: <laughs> well, ah. what am I gonna do with all these red Christmas lights then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just went down there and just went bought Christmas time, bought all the colors and just unscrewed all the green and white and blue ones.
3: <laughs> you can do buy that this. fake T V thing where they're like, Yeah, I just developed this in a trash bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And just MacGyver it together, basically. <laughs> well, I, I guess like if you have no light in the room whatsoever, and you're just used to being blind, then yeah, you could develop everything. Just tape up all the doors and windows with trash bags, and boom, develop. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. Never, never thought about that. Um, oh, <laughs> where we we went on tangent there for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, back back to our actual scheduled questions. Um. Wait, did we talk about conventions? Did we talk about your first convention?
1: No. No.
0: <laughs> oh well. Let's no, talk Tyler, get your head back in the game, man. Come on. What game is this? <laughs> let's ask about what was your first convention for both. It's always a two-part question now for both cosplay and photography, in whichever order you'd like.
3: So my first convention ever was SakuraCon 2012, um, and. That was one that I wore that OC to. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. Met a t- met my roommates there that I've been oh. living with in the last, like, five or six years now.
2: Now that's gratifying.
3: Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're nerds, just like me. And you amazing. met reliable people at a convention?
2: What the oh, right? fuck? <laughs> what?
1: Sorry. It took me, like, 13 Shots years fired. going
2: to conventions before I went and met Amy and Tyler.
1: Not <laughs> <Shots> scared. <laughs> Sorry, I love convention goers, um,
3: but you know who you are.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> as far as photography goes, I think the first convention that I did paid shoots at was ComoriCon, what, 2015? Mm-hmm. So I did free shoots for a very long time before I started asking for money because I really wanted to hone my skills. Oh. What does your photography schedule at an average con look like now? Uh, so I don't take lunches or breaks. So it's basically just a giant block from 10 a.m. to like 9 p.m. of just straight photo shoots a lot of times. Uh, although this last soccer con, I actually gave myself a, like an hour long lunch. But otherwise, it's usually booked solid through the whole day.
0: So that doesn't always brings up a question. Um, like con, I go to cons to like kind of enjoy and have a good time. Does cons or are, are they almost like strictly work for you, or is this uh is it like a weird kind of it feels like work, but sometimes it doesn't because you're hanging out with friends that you might know, but also it might be clients that you just don't know at all, or it's a fun time, or it's just like yeah. What what what's 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 that like if it's if a it, if a con is more. If, if it does feel like work or if it feels like play, but you're also getting paid.
3: Uh, so cons for me as of late have been more work than play uh, just because of some financial issues I've been having. And it's nice to have that extra money to come in. But most of the time when I'm there, even though I'm working, you know, almost 12 hours a day it mostly doesn't feel like work at all because it's basically, I'm just walking around outside with, you know, either people I know or new people that I haven't met before, but obviously we end up being really good friends and they're return clients. So it's basically just like a big hangout and networking, which is a fun thing for me as well. So sometimes, yeah, it feels like work, but most of the time it's just like us hanging out, having fun, taking pictures. do you feel overwhelmed after a con when you have all those photo shoots to edit depends on how many shoots and what the clients are looking for because sometimes they're just really easy like simple beauty edits and other times they're like so i want you to just composite the crap out of like eight of these photos and i'm like all right guess you won't get your photos back for a few months because that's (laughs) gonna take me a hot minute But sifting through photos is actually one of my favorite parts before I get to the editing, because I just gotta get to look at all of them in collection. And I get to kind of pick out my favorite ones. So that part is, it takes time, but I find it kind of relaxing almost.
1: Do you charge more when somebody wants more extensive
3: edits? I have not been, but I'm mm-hmm. going to... Start to because i'm finding that more and more people want them and the more that they want the more intensive it is and that's just extra time that i have to take Mm -hmm. so it'll probably start to be an extra add-on charge but i haven't fully decided what that charge will be so with cosplay
1: there's a lot of body positivity which is awesome and i love that it's moving in that direction um So the issue of body modification in photography and Photoshop has become somewhat controversial. What are your feelings on that? And is that something people ask you to do
3: to their photos? So personally, I don't feel that there is a need to change somebody's body just because I always think that they look gorgeous the way they are. However, I have had clients who are very very uncomfortable with a part of them that they're like, that either brings up a bad memory or like, you know, also there's like the self harm scars and stuff like that. Some people really celebrate those and some people really want them to not be there. So it really depends on the client. If they ask me to do something, then I'm willing to go that extra mile for them. If it makes them feel comfortable about posting that image, then that's what I'm going to do. Otherwise, I pretty much just, I just leave them alone because I think they look gorgeous as is.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: I love it.
1: I like that. I like that philosophy on that because that's just so controversial. And especially, you know, I've had body modifications done to my photos without prior consent. And then I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like me. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It, it's, I've had uh, body jewelry photoshopped out. I know some photographers will shop out body jewelry or tattoos. And I was like, oh, that's pierced. But now it isn't like, I don't know. (laughs) My belly button. Sorry, that's really vague. (laughs) (laughs) So,
3: yeah, yeah. that's another thing I leave for cosplayers to decide if they don't want a piercing showing or a tattoo showing, then I'll take it out. But otherwise, again, I just kind of leave it there.
2: No, that's, that's awesome to go in here, and if I can go and just say something, that was one of the most elegant answers I've heard to that type of a question since we started <laughs> doing this podcast. Like, what the hell?
1: Reese she's <laughs> <so> <laughs> elegant. She's so elegant. She's, that, that, she's but,
2: really I mean, that good. is a tough subject to go and just talk about in terms of being a cosplayer and working with that stuff. I... If I were a photographer on your level, and I would never will be, <laughs> I am that broke ass photographer. I am nothing special and I never will be. I could never imagine charging anybody for my work. Um, and that's clearly a big difference between us. But I don't think I would... I, I don't think that I would be able to go and say no to somebody if they went and asked me to go and uh, go and edit their photos to go and take out something or to go and smooth over personal details and all that. That's such a hard thing just as a cosplayer to even think about having done to your photos and going and changing and manipulating things and hearing you talking about how you look at your subjects as who they are and how really, and everybody is beautiful in their own way, in their own circumstances. All of us have different standards of beauty but every one of us is beautiful in our own way and that's really cool hearing you focusing that her going and taking that philosophy and taking your own personal uh view of the world and going and applying that to the work i love that thank you
3: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry i went like, a little bit of a ramble a there question. but
3: it's like
2: <laughs> yeah i know i know i just i i needed to go and say that because i love Aww. it when people are able to go and capture such a difficult uh subject in such a simple way, in such an honest way. So, thank you. I, I love hearing that. I, there's been a running thing in the last couple of seasons. This podcast has helped get me back into cosplay, get me back into conventions, largely because of the guests and them bringing fresh perspectives and new outlooks on things. So, this is all something that's, I, I'm saying this more for me. I don't know if anybody is <laughs> but this is me just going and speaking from the heart. So, that's, Oh, yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we do we do have that. Uh, um, uh, what is it? Our motto or motto? It's not I a motto. Don't. A mantra. It's more of,
2: more of a creed, I guess. A creed
1: yeah.
0: Of a uh, um, Crusaders creed. Sorry. Of of like a. Spreading, spreading positivity. It's like yeah. Cos, yeah. cosplay where it can get pretty toxic and rough sometimes, so you gotta yeah. spread Just positivity. So, We're trying to yeah. go and
2: leave it a little bit better than how we found it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. that was lovely so, thing. <laughs> in that yeah.
1: same vein of body positivity and positivity in cosplay, how do you apply that same body positivity to your own cosplays? Because on your profile, your description is plus-size cosplayer. How... Uh, how do you promote good body image and good self-confidence in the body you are in right now? You know, like as you are, you can present yourself beautifully. I don't know if I'm wording that correctly, uh, but like <laughs> you're so beautiful and inspirational. Anyway, how do you, how do you promote body, cos- body positive cosplay as both a photographer and a model?
3: Well, um, as a model, I really just try to, you know, go beyond the boundaries that I normally would As far as having photos taken of me because it's sometimes you just don't see it yourself and so having another photographer come in and take photos and kind of you know work with you and because i work with um art and edits a lot uh casey and she is absolutely amazing and every time i work with her as a photographer i always just feel really good about myself and you know she's like you know you're 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 beautiful and whatever it is that you do. And I'm like, okay, I see that. And you know, I go out and I see all these other beautiful plus size and non plus size cosplayers. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this too. Like everybody has something special about them and they just need to celebrate that. And so I do that through cosplay and I celebrate the fact that I am curvy and that I have some rolls of fat here and there, but you know what, like that's me. And I need to take pride in myself. So as far as a model goes, I just like to try and do things that I haven't done before. Because who knows what will come out of that. Like when I did my boudoir Hanzo shoot, I honestly didn't think I was going to be very confident about that. And I ended up absolutely loving the photos that came out of it.
2: I was going to say, and, I mean, uh, you seem pretty damn confident looking at some of the
0: pictures. <laughs> of pictures. I really like that tattoo on there. Where did yeah. you to get that tattoo done? What was that?
3: I photoshopped that on. I I
0: thought that was legit. (laughs) Impressed. Just
2: we like, just
1: last week talked about how you can save money on cosplay by knowing how to Photoshop. So there you go. It's so yeah. true.
0: <laughs> I was just like, did she but. get like, the, like an iron transfer? She like put it out on there? It just like, iron God.
1: transfer? She iron transferred onto her you arms? You
0: I totally like. can.
2: Her yeah, if you transfer. want
1: third degree burns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> iron hey, a third degree, that wouldn't be too bad. No pain. It's the first degree burns. You got to get past first. That hurt.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Guys, okay, real quick. We do not promote self-harm as a means of getting your cosplays to be more accurate. Is that really <laughs> self-harm,
2: or is it going and bettering so oneself it, in sake it, of it their art? Is dedication
0: through pain?
1: <laughs> it's wanting to be hot in the most literal sense of the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, Amy, not all of us have it going on all the time, okay? I know the rest of the three of you have that going on, but sometimes Rob just needs an iron to the Rob, chest to feel like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nothing, nothing makes Rob more attractive than an iron to the face. Um, uh. so... <laughs> I...
3: We uh, love you, uh, Rob.
0: <laughs> okay, there's a reason why
2: I wear a mask most of the time.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
2: um,
1: You're just a wonderful man, and you have yeah. the most gorgeous calves I've ever seen.
2: I do have the calves going on. <laughs> Nobody's got calves like Rob. We,
0: we, we digress though. Yes. Uh, I do a question. Uh, uh, did I ask what got you into cosplay already? I don't remember. I don't think no. I did. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talk- back on the cosplay. What got you into cosplay? We asked what got you into photography, but what got you into cosplay? That was the other half of that question. That was eons ago. <laughs> um, uh,
3: what really got me into cosplay was back, back in the day, uh, you know, the internet was not amazing. But I, you know, met a ton of friends through, you know, MSN Messenger at AOL from overseas. And they were all into the cosplay, especially in Thailand and uh, Korea. So I met a lot of them through that. And we, you know, they would send me photos of work that they've done. And then pretty soon, you know, I was really interested in it. And I'm like, how can I go about doing that? And that just kind of like my mom is a great seamstress and so I was like hey mom you want to like make an outfit for me she's like what like a Halloween costume and I'm like sure, sure. but not for Halloween
2: <laughs> I know how this works
3: <laughs> Yeah, she's like okay sure let's do that and ever since then my mom has helped me so so many things and she loves it like she enjoys it like, she's like do you have any friends who need help with their stuff because I can help them with that and I'm like oh, bless you mom that's
1: so cute. Oh my God. Adorable. Your mom sounds so sweet. <laughs> Thank you, the all the cosplay moms from. in the world.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I, I can relate to that. What's your mom... favorite cosplay? Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, how do you pick from your babies?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Because it, it, they're all my favorite in some sort of way like Medusa from soul eater was one of my favorites because that was a costume I got to make with my mom and we made it out of two like King size black bed sheets from Walmart. And it turned out awesome. (laughs) Um, And I got to, that was like my first time styling a wig. And so that, that one kind of is like something that kind of sticks with me, but honestly right now, I am really in love with my Genji. I haven't gotten any, like, amazing photos of it yet, but I plan to, and I, I'm i really enjoying that whole... Like, I'm just loving the Overwatch world in general because I'm doing a casual Hanzo. I'm doing May Cree, which is May dressed as McCree for ALA, so I've been working on that one, too.
0: That's
2: that's awesome. That's just awesome.
3: So
1: I'm,
2: I'm just...
0: I'm confused. I don't know. No, dude, just just
2: Google it. I'm gonna be over here Googling things. It's it's uh, actually really okay. awesome. Sierra was talking about maybe one day doing it. I'm glad to see somebody's actually doing it. Because oh, I haven't seen a real slide
1: person slide it. doing it.
0: Great <laughs>
2: She has
1: like the May like cuteness. Um so I always have like the advantage with the guests that I bring on because I know I like follow you on Facebook. You don't play Overwatch. I'd like you to talk a little bit about cosplaying from something you, you know, don't play or don't have access to. And, like, how do you feel about that? How much is there, like, a threshold of knowledge to cosplay something?
3: So I saw this actually recently pop up in the cosplay community as far as a lot of people gatekeeping things. And I'm really sad that that happens because it doesn't really allow new fans in because it's, like, you may see a design somewhere and you're just like, oh, that design is so cool. I love to cosplay it. And then you have somebody come in and be like, well, you don't know anything about it. So why are you cosplaying it? And it's like, can't we just love the art, like the artistry of the game or the, you know, manga or anime or, you know, whatever it's from. I don't play Overwatch because I'm just not I'm not really into playing the games i do love watching like let's plays and the play-alongs and i do have some knowledge as to how the game works and some of the mechanics because my roommate plays and you know i really i bought the art book that blizzard released and i just flipped through it and i'm just i love the characters like the characters are so well crafted and their personalities are so great and bubbly. Like I saw May and I'm like, I need to cosplay her because she looks like me as far as, you know, body type goes. And that's one thing I really give Overwatch credit for is they just did such a huge variety of different people, different shapes, sizes, colors, ethnicities, like, and it's just absolutely amazing because it really kind of tries to include everyone in it. And I think that's how the cosplay community should be as well, because why, why push people away from cosplaying something that you might like, but they don't know anything about? Because guess what? Now you get to talk about something you love to somebody who doesn't know anything about it, but you have that connection through the fact that they've decided to cosplay something like that. And yeah. so it's just a, another way to just get to know people and really get excited about something you love.
2: Yeah, and that's another beautiful sentiment right there. And I mean, having been in the, you know, cosplay community for the better part of a decade and a half, it did used to be that way. And yeah, the whole gatekeeper mentality has been kind of in weird change that's happened over the last decade or so. I'm just curious here because I do see that a lot online. Have you found, or found yourself being victim to that in real life? I mean, I generally don't cosplay things that I don't have at least some experience with, so I've never really been in that situation. I'd love to hear from somebody you know that's been there. Has that affected you in real life or just more internet stuff?
3: um I have had so there okay so this is a funny story and it's kind of just is weird to me because I actually cosplayed something from some from a show called Gundam Seed that I actually know quite a bit about because it's one of my favorites, and I cosplayed as Lacus Klein, and I was super stoked on it, and I was standing in line at Sakura Con waiting for, I think it was Cosplay Chess, and this guy comes up to me, and he just literally stares me in the face and tells me that all people that cosplay as Gundam pilots are douchebags. And I was like, dude, we haven't even had a single word exchange. I, what? And he's just like, well, do you know any of her songs? Do you know every single line in the show in Japanese? I'm like, I don't know every single line, but I know a couple of her songs. He goes, well, I could cosplay Lacus better than you. And I'm just like, with what titties? (laughs) And he just, he he walked, he walked away. He walked away because I was like, okay, guy, like, you're just, he was very close to my face. And I was like, I just need you to leave me alone. And, I mean, I'm totally cool with the whole, like, crossplay and gender bend and all that stuff. But this guy was just very close to me. And I just needed him to be not close to me anymore. But he came back later and then proceeded to, to say all of the lines he knew from the show that lacus said. And I'm like, you know, guy, that's pretty cool. You know all this stuff. Awesome. You have a nice day. Because I don't know why you're here, like, judging me for something that I know... A pretty good majority of, uh, but so I'm- I mean it. Ha- it happens even if you know something because I've never had somebody come up to me and be like, "So I heard you don't play Overwatch, but you cosplay from it." That's awful. You should you should be playing the game. Like I don't know why you're cosplaying for something you don't know anything about, and that's never happened in that community. And so it was just really bizarre to have someone come up to me and be like, "Hey." I know more about this thing that you already know a lot about, but I'm just going to throw it in your face and tell you you're awful.
2: Wow. What a douche.
1: Reasonable? I feel like now you need a shirt that says, with what titties? <laughs> like, with what titties? Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just a game I play that I like come up with the shirts for my friends that are like tacky and would say something on them. But, and I, know, I don't have any follow through. I'm never going to make you this shirt. But if I were going to make you a shirt, it would say, with what titties? <laughs> it's because you're
0: an ideas man, maybe. I
1: have I- an idea. <laughs> I, I'm not a man, though. <laughs> I,
2: I may have some blank t-shirts. If you can tell me what unisex size you wear, I would be more than happy to. Because this story has brought more joy into my life than you can imagine. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Uh, that is so sad. Gatekeepers suck is the moral of the story. And yeah. I, I don't know. I cosplay from a lot that's popular. And like Fate is one of those things that's becoming super popular. The game sucks. The mobile game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody! It sucks. Uh, I don't like. Oh, movies. I could just anyway. feel the
2: emails coming in. Oh, no. oh, I know. I, <laughs>
1: <sorry. Sorry laughs> I, mean, I mean, Rob edits over in his voice. Fate mobile game is really good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> really good, you guys. <laughs> I mean, that's me imitating I, you. I, I, uh,
0: I have a, I have like, a buddy I who played that in Japanese. Of, <laughs> yeah,
1: I I cosplay a lot of Fate because I love the character designs and I like. What I, I've, I've seen some of the shows I saw Stay Night, I saw Most to Zero, and I saw Paquera, but like I like that, but I can't get behind all of the fate. There's so much, it's so jumbled. The lore is crazy bananas. Like there's so many characters, and some of them only exist in the mobile game. But am I gonna keep cosplaying them? Yeah. have so many beautiful women in that show like right like a plus a plus waifus like left and right i'm like okay (laughs) maybe
3: that's
0: why they play the game they don't play it for the for the gameplay they play it for all the waifus
1: well you know i could just go google image fake girls and that's better i would i would say i don't even have to download anything (laughs)
2: I'm, I'm just so glad to hear that Amy is an avid enjoyer of the Fate series and has watched everything and seen everything. Because yes, we would never I, want her to go and be persecuted for saying something bad about that franchise. I know. That, like, that's the fans, fans are totally not batshit
0: crazy. Oh, come on now, I'm a Fate series guy. I know, I know. I, um, it's, it's, you're not a Fate
1: series guy. You watch like Fate Zero. You watch Fate Zero and Stay Night. That's it. You know, and Blade works. And, you know and, the...
0: and no, yeah, we're
2: are we getting
1: into
2: debate?
0: Are we gonna
1: fight? We're gonna fight. <laughs> no.
2: Okay, no. me and Rezu are just gonna go into the other room and drink. So you two just go and have it out, and just <laughs> let know. us know Rob when the angry loves, humping is
0: over.
1: Rob, Rob loves giant robot <laughs> anime. If you guys can just watch a dundum.
0: <laughs> There was a point in time where yes. I watched no. all of the Fate series together, and how half of them aren't even canon with each other. I'm all disgruntled now. All <laughs> you got me. You got my buttons. For so anybody who
2: gone. can't see this, which should be all of you, Tyler's arms are just flailing like Hermit the Frog right now. I well, like and now he is one downing one the one drink.
1: Two. I would say Gonzo, but that's kind of rude. It's just because Tyler's a <laughs> I like Gonzo. Gonzo is
0: probably my favorite character. <laughs> he married a chicken. Yep. Camilla. <laughs>
2: From before Camilla was actually a person.
1: Wow, yeah. I feel like a fake Muppets girl because I don't know any of this. Just, Have no. you just, just even watch seen the Muppets Pseudo reboot movie? You're good, Amy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um.
0: Where were?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Anytime fate your... comes up, this thing gets derailed.
1: What's your favorite Muppets <laughs> character? What's your favorite fake <laughs> character? Which fake character do you think is most like a Muppets character? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I haven't seen enough face to know.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. What? What? Oh, uh, 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 I want to get back. To, I want to get back on track here. Um,
1: tell us about your photography style. Do you have a distinct style? Yeah, I've heard you like using the color blue. <laughs> i'm sorry it's super rude of course to do you that. wouldn't
3: bring that up i'm sorry what does that mean um, <laughs> there there's a there's there's somebody in the photography community who doesn't enjoy my photos because they're blue they like have blue undertones to them and It's only in some of them because the character that my friend happens to be cosplaying is, like, mostly in blue, so I just kind of, like, go off that vibe, but apparently this person doesn't very like it very much, and, you know, so apparently now my photography is crap and because of that. (laughs) I mean, maybe
1: you shouldn't listen to Eiffel 64. Eiffel 65? Eiffel yeah, 65! 65. 69? 65. Eiffel 69. Uh, While <laughs>
3: photo-editing. <laughs> um, as
1: far <laughs> as <laughs> Rob, this isn't a visual medium.
3: <laughs> oh, but hey, it is Mark. for us, and that's amazing. Not,
0: not well, since we took off on of the YouTube page. Or, yeah, yeah YouTube. Yeah, at some <laughs> point
2: we'll start uploading these podcasts to YouTube. So,
0: um, yeah. But is is that is that a thing? Do photographers have a style? Like, um, like, sure. Uh, uh, maybe you do have. Maybe you do use more blue than most people. I don't know. Um, I, I I can't say <laughs> I'm a professional at photography and looking at photos, but I have seen some photographers. Some some do use a whole lot more. Uh, They're a lot heavier on edits and filters, and so they look kind of really bloomed and washed out and bright, where other people, uh, I never see any changes, or uh, sometimes I see it, and then I see a lot of people add things like special effects quite a bit, Um, so if that is under the thing of, like, styles, so would you say you do have a style, or do you just normally just kind of... I don't know, take a photo and just kind of say or maybe there's different poses you like if that's a part of a style like you like to take uh more actiony poses sexy poses i don't know if that's a thing either uh, i'm not a photographer <laughs> i'm just talking as about far
3: as, yeah, it's okay yeah. um, as far as style goes um There's a lot of range. Some people are more static in their compositions as opposed to me where I really like extreme angles because with cosplay, that's kind of the vibe that people usually want, but it also depends on, you know, where you're at. If you're at a convention center, using angles can really help with background issues and people walking by and whatever. But if you're, you know, out at say like crown point in the gorge, you're going to want a nice static, you know, like even composition so that way you can get all of that beauty in along with the cosplayer um also there's also people who do like more pastels people who do like really high contrast people who do those heavy effects and such and I think I'm kind of in the middle and it also just depends on the style of the character and I look up a lot of reference photos of characters to kind of learn what those characters are usually doing or the style that the anime or manga was done in and kind of just go from there because some things really don't need a lot of editing sometimes you just want that raw kind of like in the moment feeling so it's kind of i'm still in the process of figuring out like a solid style i kind of hop around a lot so sometimes sometimes it'll be, like, a high-contrast photo. Sometimes it'll be this, like, ethereal, like, angelic, I'm-in-the-clouds photo. And sometimes it'll be, like, there's an explosion in the background. So it's kind of depends on what's going on.
0: Yeah, well, I can see that. Like, uh, uh, you could be, it could be, like, uh, each character that you're photographing could have what's what suits the character. Uh, or it could be just you're always changing uh, just because today you want to do this kind of photo, maybe you want to try something new, expand your library and just vers- being versatile is the style or just basically having no style is the style. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to put labels on anything. Yeah. You can just be a person that grows and changes over time. So right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the same question refers to cosplay too. I would do uh, I guess we did. do we ask that? We kind of Not went really.
2: we We didn't go and ask if there was a particular cosplay style that you gravitate towards. You know, I know we've talked a lot about photography, but, you know, you're still a cosplayer, so. Yeah. <laughs> is, there something that, is there something style-wise that just you gravitate towards more often than
0: others? Um... The
3: hardest Honestly, question. I, Take your
2: time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really up to interpretation. It could be like you just like to cosplay from a game. There's like uh, you've already said you cosplay a lot from Overwatch. It could be just like you do a lot of Overwatch cosplays, or it could just be certain kind of female, or ma- you do male characters too and such. So yeah, oh, yeah. um,
3: I mean, I guess I do tend to cosplay females more than anything, and when there's a male character that comes along, I usually gender bend them, because unfortunately my bust is too large to do any kind of binding with, and I just, you know, if if I can't be accurate that way, I'm just gonna flip it around and make it something that uh, I think I'll look good in. That's what I did with Erwin uh, Smith from Attack on Titan, mm. and you know, also what I've done with Hanzo and Genji, but so I do love doing the gender bends, um, I also apparently like girls with really long, like brightly colored hair because Isunami had bright blue hair and it was down to my feet. <laughs> and then Lacus has long pink waves. Ginger has long red spiky hair. So there's all of those too. I I don't know. It's kind of all over the place because I also have done Mako from Kill a Kill and Medusa from Soul Eater. <laughs> You've done so. Mako
1: from Kill a Kill. I know. I have I, I did I cosplayed guts. <laughs> oh, yes, it wasn't yes, cute. Did. It was
3: sexy guts. Oh, well, it was probably adorable.
2: It really was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was sexy guts, but no, it was just adorable.
1: Oh, oh I wish I'd known you then. That'd be really cute.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Um. Kill a killed as Mako. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, get off the podcast.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh. So, I... Uh,
0: this.
2: I don't yeah. know why. Oh, sorry, Tyler. You no, no, so you go. You're going. You're going. You're okay, okay, going. okay. I. This one just kind of popped into my head because a lot of other people we just kind of walked into this, but. Have you had any moments as a photographer, as a cosplayer, that... I don't want to sound weird saying this, but maybe that you've regretted or something that you thought was going to be great that just went off the rails and has given you a deeper understanding of, you know, what to go and do at cons and all that stuff? I'm, I'm just curious here.
3: Like, are you talking about, like, con experiences or, like, like, yeah. making cosplay or...
2: More specifically con experiences, but, I mean, honestly, even if making making a cosplay has, you know, taught you some interesting lessons or something like that, I don't know, like...
1: Or editing a photo, I guess. Yeah,
2: oh god, yes. That's a really
1: big question.
2: Yeah, I, I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to think about the right way of down sco- the
1: convention first, and then we'll ask you the other two parts. I
2: know, I know. It's like, I'm trying <laughs> to condense this down. It's just It seems like whenever we're talking to a guest, we always end up getting at least one story where something went completely different than the way that it was expected to go down, or something went haywire, or somebody else didn't go and pick up the slack, and... Good things have come from it like a better understanding of how the scene works and knowledge that can be imparted to everybody else and it's like I don't I don't know how to ask a question like that. I'm probably making a huge mistake <laughs> asking you this. So feel free to just go and say Rob shut the fuck up and go and pick a different <laughs>
1: question. Yeah, we told you you could cuss on the podcast and you haven't dropped one fuck bomb. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck?
3: Um,
1: <laughs> My question first. What the
3: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> bless you amy
2: <laughs> you know if you really if you're really upset with amy or any one of us just go and tell us to host a panel i mean that's the ultimate f you in this world
3: go host a panel <laughs> yep no i'm just still trying to think about how to answer this i know question. i know like
2: i said i have doomed you i'm sorry it's this is a tough one. I know I've, I've done I've done wrong by you. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, what about? with photography, have there been any times where you like had an idea or concept for a photo? You're like, oh, I'm gonna edit it this way, or we're gonna do this, and I'll shoot this from this angle, and then you get your pictures on your computer, and you're like, oh no, or you put a bunch of hours into editing something, you're like oh no, you know, I, oh no, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, that, that actually happens on a regular basis. So pretty much every, pretty much every shoot that I do, there's always one photo that I think I'm going to be real stoked on. And I like edit, I just get like almost completely finished editing it. And I stare at it for like a hot minute and I'm like, what happened? Like, what, why did I, why did I make those decisions? And then I just delete it and start over again and I just put, like, half the things in that I had before, and then it then it seems to work okay. But I oftentimes will over-edit something and then stare at it and be like, who did that? Why, why did you do that? Because, you know, it's just like, somebody looks like they're plastic, and there's, like, no creases in the skin, and I'm like, wow, I just went to town on that person. <laughs> <laughs> but, as you know there's and there's always that especially with my old camera since I just recently got a new one uh with my old d3000 it had a hard time focusing on things but it really liked focusing on boobs and butts like specifically so like whenever I was d3000 (laughs) sorry so like I would I would end up getting, like, the photos, like, they looked fine on the stupid little screen, but as soon as I, like, put it on my computer, I would stare at it for, like, a really long time with an angry face on, and my roommate would come out and be like, "Uh uh-oh, what happened? I'd be like, why the fuck are these all out of focus? Like, I can't handle the fact that my camera wants to focus on somebody's titties, but not on their freaking face. Like, what? It was oh. it's it happened a lot with like the first shoots that I did with Hiso and I was always just like I'm real sorry but half of these didn't even turn out good and she's a blessing because she's like that's fine we could just reshoot it next week and I'm like <laughs> oh. So we ended up using her camera a lot cuz hers was a lot nicer than mine but now I've got the 5600 and it is a dream cuz that rarely ever happens now
1: Good and then you have more options too. It sounds like I've never shot with you, not yet, <laughs> uh, but it sounds like you like to have options. Do you tend to take like an abundance of pictures or are you somebody yeah. who just lines up, like click, like I've shot with people who take like 20 and they're like, okay, I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure I'm not
3: blinking? You know? <laughs> I like to blink very yeah, no, I I... regularly. <laughs> Normally, out of an hour-long shoot, and I know that there are people also in the photography community that are, like, you know, the less photos you take, the better quality they are, but for me, it's, like, what if I missed that one awesome, just, like, in-the-moment shot that was not planned but turned out to be the best shot, so it's, like, in an hour's time, I'm close to, like, the, like, six to eight hundred photos, Wow! so... I have to sift through all of those, (laughs) but I usually end up getting the best results if I take more because if something is out of focus, I can always composite from another photo that was in focus and Mm -hmm. still have that same feel. So I tend to err on the side of more because I have more options that way rather than less because I can't fix something if I don't have some way to fill it in. (laughs)
0: what is your
1: memory card situation like holy moly lady that is a lot of photos
3: (laughs) (laughs) well i have a 32 gig uh sd card and uh and then i have a 64 gig and those usually tend to get me through a whole day at a convention and then i just go back to the hotel room at night and just load it up onto my laptop and then delete everything off my memory card for the next day Okay.
0: So that does, does that take up all the space then? It's like 60 64 is a lot. So, that's a yeah, lot of photos.
3: It is, but when you're shooting in raw, they are yeah. gigantic yeah. files.
2: Oh. And
3: oh.
2: Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, what's the resolution on those shots there. Damn.
3: Like they're like 1900 by something. <laughs> they're pretty big. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh I'm in. So um yeah, uh <clears throat> Oh, stuff cut in my throat. Uh <laughs> I just lost the thought. I had a thought in my head and I just lost it. Oh, I was uh,
1: trying to think.
0: I'm trying to think. I know. Oh, it's so man. adorable. Um <laughs> he's Run,
1: trying take so over. hard everyone's <laughs> dog tyler he tried yeah. he yeah. it's not, it's
2: not he's totally <laughs> on candy clapping right here yeah
1: speaking oh. of trying segue, segue, segue. <laughs> what when you enter a shoot like what is your goal like with a shoot you know because you're paid obviously your goal is to you know, you'll get money from it but, like what what is a successful
3: shoot to you A successful shoot for me is mostly about the client's experience because if they have a good time and we also get the good photos out of it, then that just makes them feel really good, not only about their cosplay, but it also makes them feel good about their convention experience in general because I know a lot of times if somebody has a bad experience with a photographer at a convention, it can really just kind of bring it down and You know, I I try to have fun and be pretty casual because I don't want anybody to feel pressured. And you know, I'm also one of those people that's constantly trying to make sure that I'm not crossing any boundaries. So you know, it's like, oh, like I need to move this like flap of fabric over here. I'm gonna touch this. Is that okay? And you know, I I try to walk them through it. And I know a lot of cosplayers that I do get as clients are not experienced models. And so you know, I'll have them, send me reference pictures, stuff like that. So that way I have some way to direct them and then they feel a lot more confident. And a lot of times it's like after the first two photos that I direct, they just continually start going into poses that are obviously quite better than what I put them in, but it made them feel comfortable enough that they're like, oh, I can do this. This is easy. So really for me, it's just trying to make sure that the people I shoot with are having a good time. And that, you know, we're getting the photos that they want. Because, again, if, if I don't have reference photos for them to send me, there's no way I can get that specific angle they want or that specific flip of a skirt. So it's like, if they send me those reference photos, like it's easy peasy. And I just try to make sure everybody has a good time.
1: Nice. I like that you recognize a lot of photographers, I feel like at cosplay photographers get frustrated when you don't know how to model we're cosplayers we're not models this isn't fashion photography and I'm just super thankful that when I first got started got started and even now I'll struggle with like you know uh this is awkward what do I do next what pose do I do I ran out of poses but yeah it's just it, it's nice that I had a supportive start and I'm glad that you're also providing that to people who are just getting into doing like cosplay modeling and you know so they can have something they can take home and it's exactly what they want.
0: Yeah, that That's makes not a me, question. Uh, that makes, well, that makes me think of you just brought up like um when you're talking about reference photos, like sending reference photos to a uh it, how how does that happen? What happens when you get like a character that you just don't know anything about? Is there like a standard let's go through these basic poses just because or
3: um a lot of times what I do is people usually book me two or three months out. So what I try to do is I have them tell me, you know, what their character is, and then I'll go ahead and do some research, you know, whether it's looking up, like, the personality of the character, and then photos of the character, if they have any specific, you know, reference images that they really want to try and capture, I'll have them send those to me. But, you know, as far as, like, basic posing goes, it really just depends on how comfortable the cosplayer is in doing some poses because I know some people have limitations on movement due to, you know, health issues or the cosplay itself just being like a huge burden. So I try to move myself around as much as possible. So that way the cosplayer can just relax and stay in a spot that's comfortable for them because a lot of times I can climb up on something and get the shot just by doing that and having them look over their shoulder. So I just try to go at it with you know all different angles and you know if they want to try something then we go ahead and do that
0: so here's a here's a weird one um since you're a cosplayer and a photographer you can't really photographer yourself photographer photo, photograph yourself um, i like
3: photographer yourself, photographer better. yourself. <laughs> you can't photographer yourself
0: <laughs> the verbs worked oh uh, it's, it's, that's that's friendship. Next right thing you're going to
2: be saying is you got to go and host a panel yourself, man. What the no. hell? Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, do you have a, someone that, do you have, like, photographers that you go to to get your photos done? or And then in those situations, are, are you very controlling of the situation because you know both sides of the coin? Or is it just like you let them do their thing?
3: So I usually shoot with um Ardent Absol, uh, Casey, she's an amazing photographer, uh, and she's one of my best friends. Um, I also shoot with Miss Amanda Starr's photography. Uh she's also another good friend of mine that I met through cosplay. And uh so I really shoot mostly with them, but it's usually just because they're there and you know, we're hanging out and we're like, yeah, let's do this rando thing at like noon or like at one in the morning, even we're just like, Hey, like we're bored and we're awake. Let's do something. So, you know, I usually go to them. I haven't shot with many other photographers, mostly because of my financial situation. I just don't have the money to pay those photographers. Cause you know, I understand that their, their time is money and that it is worth it. I just don't have the funds at the time to do it. So pretty much everything is like selfies. If you look at my Instagram, it's a lot of selfies. Um, and then the photos that Casey takes for me as well. And, you know, I really trust her to work her magic. And I know every photographer's style is different. Yeah. Um, and I, I got pictures back from Versus Con, and I absolutely loved those. I was so happy I got to work with, with Josh. And- uh, He has an
1: Instagram that- now. He's Instatroid. Yes. The plugs. And, uh, <laughs> the
3: plugs. All the plugs. Everything link place. in and the so, description. <laughs> <laughs> that was a new experience for me, and I actually really enjoyed it because he shoots in a similar way that I do, and he's not pushy, and he knows he knows what he needs to get. So if he sees something out of place, he's like, we got to fix that before we take the photo, and, and that's something that I really appreciate out of other photographers they see things differently than i do and that's kind of how the best art comes out
0: okay yeah so yeah so you just it's just like a meeting of the mind meeting of the minds I, oh, That's what yeah, I like. yeah yeah <laughs> so because like that that that'd be a good thing is like when you're when you're i don't do a whole lot of that so if i go if i i don't really do modeling either so if i'm there i'm just <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing i just i stand there and i go Tell me what pose to go into because I only have like three, and then that's it. <laughs> and so anything past that is is gonna have to need help. So, but I'm thinking like if you did both cosplay and the other half, you would just kind of it would feel like it would flow either really really well or it would just you that I guess that's it. You just work with people that you just know really well and and, uh, and know their work really well, so it does flow. And then anyone else, it's Could either you could butt heads to a very large extent, but I I don't know. I don't know if you're that kind of person that goes like, "Hey, let's." uh," If if you have a strong way of doing things, or if someone just has their way of doing it, you just kind of let them be, I guess. So,
3: I mean, most of the time, it's like you know, I can't see myself from their angle, so I have no idea what this is going to look like, and so I just usually trust them to do their work and you know take their approach on it sometimes you know i'll i'll turn around and i'll be like is this pose weird do i look like a potato and then most of the time they're like no nah, you're fine and then i see the photo i'm like i look like a potato <laughs> can we not, <laughs>
1: can
3: we not like, like, send that one out are you like a special potato
1: though with like butter and sour cream and chives and that's like, called
0: a baked potato Amy. oh <laughs> no
1: that's like uh reese's like Were we talking about the other week, like, what kind of French fries people are? Risa's like, she's like, she's a loaded potato. She's a loaded baked potato of a woman. Anyway.
3: I don't know if I'm that
1: good a potato. Oh, yeah. You got the chives, sour cream, cheddar, all that good stuff. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> hmm. there's my awkward comment for the night. <laughs> well,
0: then I guess we'll leave it open for any any final questions. Does anyone have any final questions?
2: I have a final question to ask. Ooh. Where can we find our guest? Plug yourself, woman.
1: You again? Plug yourself? plug
2: yourself again. Again?
3: again.
0: <laughs> the double plug.
3: The du- oh... My mind went a special
1: place with that one. My mind really? went special places. Thank you. <laughs> I thought
0: of like uh outlets where you cause they've got double plugs.
1: No, I, you didn't. That's a
0: duplex outlet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: what a double plug, it's a
2: duplex plug. outlet. Very different oh. connotation. The double well, plug is much you more entertaining. About?
0: Do you wanna tell me? Or should uh, I, uh, uh, I, I read this? So let's 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 read this. I'll just I'll just read this out. How about that? Um. So she I didn't like,
1: even get to double plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh double I know. Plug. I know she can <laughs> handle the double plug. <laughs> I broke her. You can find I'm, her reason. I'm
2: pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure reason. that statement by itself. Amy has changed your wish.com search history. Oh my god.
1: We don't talk about my wish.com search history. <laughs> It's so broken. I can't open Wish in public places. You can find her on Instagram is Rizumari R-I-Z-U-M-A-R-I. What is it spell? Rizumari. 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 Or on Facebook or on Twitter, but she tweets as Rizumari oh, One. O-1 or just one? Just one. one. Just one. She's number one. She's not number O one. She's not Zero Two. She's not two B. She's number one. She's number one. Number one. <laughs> Roll
0: credits. (laughs) Okay. As Tyler (laughs) mercifully killed us. I'm allowed now. Thank you.
1: Uh, You're always loud.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you all for listening. Uh, So,
3: yeah, that was a podcast. (laughs) If (laughs) you listen
0: to this podcast, then you probably know where to find us, which is such places as iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Now, now it's Google Play Music Podcast. They changed it again. Oh, okay. Google hey, Play Music Podcast. Um, yeah. What? So, uh, <laughs> along with those other links of the plugs for our lovely guest today, we also have other links to places like our email, which is Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we also have a Twitter. Same thing, Soccerranges Podcast. We also have an Instagram, Soccerranges Podcast. It's all the same. It's so easy. also a Facebook Guess what? It's like Drupal
1: um, I quadruple plugs. <laughs> I
0: took all four plugs at what one... No! Stop!
2: <laughs> Tyler, just say what you want to say and end it.
0: I guess at that point all I should just say is goodbye, everyone.
1: Goodbye! Bye. Bye!